Hey, welcome to episode 62 of Shit We Don't Talk About, powered by Helix Interactive. My guest is your favorite and mine, Drew Linsalata. And as usual, we're back on our bullshit. The topic is toxic emotional maturity, and Drew has some things to say, and I'm here to egg him on. As always, there's an accessibility transcript that can be found in the show notes at shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com. All right, strap in. It gets good. Barbara DeDrew. MDV. <laughs> the one <laughs> What the are only. we talking about today? <laughs> I am. I like this. This is like a crapshoot of what's going to get Mia fired the fuck up. That's pretty much what this is. I, I So for those of you listening, I pretty much goaded Mia into recording with me today, knowing mm-hmm. that like, I'm going to get her a little riled up here. We're going to get a good Mia rant that we haven't had in a while. That's yeah, my goal, it's, anyway. it's definitely, I, you, we talked about it about two weeks ago and then we got on here. I'm like, what are we talking about? And then I go, okay, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I can get with that one. And I love it when you get fired up. Cause then I just egg you on. <laughs> You're a bad influence. You really are. I am. I know. <laughs> like, Hey Drew, why don't you talk about this? Well, I can't really on my platform, but I'll just use Mia's. And we'll, <laughs> yeah. Good. Let me come on Mia's podcast. I'll come on Mia's podcast and we'll talk about this shit. So well, and anybody who knows me also knows that like, do not call me to calm you down. No. Not only will no. I not calm you down, I'll drive you there and hold your person earrings. Yeah. No, no, no. If you are in a if you're in a wild up state, this is not the human being you want to talk you off the ledge cuz <laughs> it's not going to work out. You got to crawl up there with you. <laughs> so this bitch. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So toxic emotional maturity. Yeah. Tell me what happened that has got you so fired up, and then we're going to dive into it. So I'm going to give – she may listen, she may not. I have to give full credit to a friend for sort of in a conversation, protracted conversation with this other friend, who I won't name because um, I don't think she would want me to. Um, this sort of came up, like – and I said, oh, I think we may have coined something here, and it's called toxic emotional maturity. So those of you watching at home, there's – first of all, there's no alcohol involved that I'm aware of. I don't know what's in me as Mason jar. You never know, but – Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, but toxic emotional maturity is that thing where somebody – and they're they're allowed to, to get there. I, I applaud this. They've done the work. They've done their own emotional heavy lifting. They've become self-aware and healed and enlightened and all of those things that they're going to want to claim, which is fine. I'm not saying that they are not. Let me be perfectly clear. But then – they decide that they have now somehow evolved or been divinely granted the right to evaluate, interpret, and judge your internal experiences of your internal reactions and thoughts and emotions and motivations. Somehow, their emotional maturity gives them the right to always judge and rate yours. Okay, oh there she goes. I can see it. I can see it coming. <laughs> Did you see me mute and I start just, taking notes? I can see you start to do the wind up. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's off. First of all, they've done their own healing. According to whom? Well, according to them. And I think I'm okay with that. Right? Right. Yes. Okay. Like I'm not here to okay. judge anybody's healing, but. All but- right. Thank you. I may step just slightly down on that, but I will say, depending on what the outcome of this, again, it's according to whom and, and what was mm-hmm. their, and is it, was it just something convenient that they looked up that fit their narrative to say, I'm okay with being healed. So there's a whole other bag of wax. (laughs) Which, okay, we can agree on that. But and I think in a way, it Mm -hmm. it speaks to this issue. Because your definition of healing or self-aware or emotionally mature might not match mine because we live different experiences in the end. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm willing to, I'm willing to root for your 
emotional maturity. Congratulations if you feel yeah, better about yourself. Yeah, as long as it yourself. stays in your yard. Right. But the, the issue that I where it becomes toxic, and I think we're, we do see this to a certain extent. We talk about toxic positivity a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, holding up the, sort of almost a universal standard of, and it gets tied into boundary setting. It gets tied into don't let people gaslight you. It gets tied into blah, blah. And this is when you start to see things like, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to tell you that you are gaslighting me. If you don't oh. agree with me, I'm going to tell you that you are just not healed and you haven't done the work. If we are in a conflict, I'm going to throw my hands up and, and, and declare that I'm not doing your emotional work for you. Well, you know what? I'm happy that you've done your emotional work. I re- I'm cheering for you as one human being from, but who the F are you to decide what my emotional work is? And yeah. Yeah. And so in a way, and I, this is starting to spread more and more and more where you start, like, this is the out in any conflict. This is the, the, the way that we describe why we disagree. This is why we, this is how we frame our separations and our, our, our cracks in the armor and all of these things are the things that keep us apart. I'm healed and you're a heathen and you are not. Shouldn't say heathen because there's religious connotations, oh, but I know. But now you're you are, really going to get me fired. Yeah, up you're a Neanderthal, no. and you haven't done the heavy lifting, and I have, so I don't have time for you. I'm too busy it's here so, creating my reality. Yep this this concept of toxic emotional maturity is so age old because it it does go back to and you know that gets me fired up with my own background of growing up in a really fun boarding and Christian cult. Yeah. I gave it zero stars. <laughs> Would not repeat. <laughs> I highly not recommend. But it's that same kind of thing. And that's where religion is so irritating because it just filters out. If this doesn't hit this criteria, I don't have to deal with anything about you because you are, you don't hit the mark. Right. Right. And so I agree with that so much of people oh, in that deflecting thing, that turning. I mean, it's kind of like how, and depending on how you vote, this might annoy you, but it's like how. Republicans are, or you know, really rabid. Anybody rabid on either side right. can deflect and turn around, like they've taken the phrase of "snowflake" now, and used it right. Like yeah. "woke" is a terrible thing. So th- that's just this literal flipping, which is very much a narcissistic tendency. Which again, that gets flipped around too. You could be called the narcissist of being selfish if you, they've you've de- they've decided that you haven't done the emotional healing. Right. Right. By the way, a uh, little uh, spoiler alert. We have no solution for any of this. No, no. FYI, there's no pot of gold at the end of this rainbow at all. <laughs> Just a swirling quagmire of ulceral colitis or whatever. It's a feeling you're going to have in your in your gut when we're done. But um, yeah, and I think you're right. It all ties together. And in certain instances, it's weird because we will, when people call each other sheep or they use woke as a weapon or snowflake as a weapon or trumpster as a weapon, it, in a way, it, that we would look at that as a very base level of disagreement. Oh, that's 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 hate. That's this. That's not you know. But there's not that much difference between that and people who will claim this emotional or or I don't know what you would call it. It's not spiritual. It's an emotional high ground. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here, and if you can't come here, I might be alone in this bunker. Me and my three healed friends, and it might get really lonely. But that's okay. I'm going to die in this bunker alone because you are not worthy of my my effort anymore because you haven't put in the work like I have. It's also a way of getting out of doing any kind of emotional intelligence work, which I, oh man, I wish emotional, I think people have been doing the emotional intelligence work for a long time, but it just hasn't been called that where it's not so black and white, right? Because we we didn't have a forum where everybody could say every effing thing that pops in their head 24-7. I think it's meaningful. We didn't have that, so. True. And, you know, that's the tough thing too, is just saying that I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to do the work and it, it kind of, it's kind of MLMS, 
MLM-ish or where people just get so like, if you don't buy into this, you are missing out and you're never going to make any money. And this is the only way. And you know what I'm saying? Which is also goes into cult-like things. I know you, you didn't ask for me to tangent this much, but I'm gonna, because it shows up in so many different forms. But I think that is the toughest thing, especially if someone is trying to communicate clearly and saying, Hey, you know, this is bugging me. And this is really tough for me for somebody to shut you down and deflect and say that you, that you haven't done the work. Yeah. Oh, I, oof. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to stick with Give you. Give me my th- bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's and I think. Say, wait, what's he saying? Um, oh, and, and Moonstruck? Bring me my oh, knife. Oh, but yeah, bring me the big knife. Chrissy, <laughs> get me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. I won't do what I tell you. That's her response. Don't get me started on Moonstruck. You know, every line. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, I think in a way, some of that is like, well, I, I'm not going to continue this conversation with you. And I'm not going to work through this thing with you because you're not you're not meeting my standards of what of self-awareness and emotional maturity. So sorry. But but the thing that's strange about that is I think part of the definition of emotional maturity is being able to work through the fact that we all have different experiences. And we all have different reference frames and we're going to have different reactions. Like if you can't handle that and you want to wall yourself off and only claim that you can only align yourself with other people who have reached your level, that doesn't seem very emotionally mature at all. That's a, I don't think those words mean what they, you think they mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That comes up again and again and it's, again. It's literally the, the opposite. Yes. The, the toughest thing about doing any kind of emotional heavy lift, lifting, any kind of emotional maturity is literally saying, all right, this is, you know, this is where I got to it, but I want to hear how it comes to you. Now let's get into some, some other earmarks of a lack of emotional maturity is also people who dole, dole out terrible apologies. I'm sorry if you feel that way. <laughs> Ah, yes. All the, you know, all the things of like, I'm going to half apologize, but let you know, it's really your responsibility that you got hurt by my behavior. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, Which you sometimes see in the whole like, no, no, you're acting very emotionally. I take emotion out of everything. We see that a lot. And then that turns Mm -hmm. into, well, I'm really sorry you feel that way, but you're being very emotional about this. And some people, I, I've seen that. Sometimes it's like, well, I'm claiming emotional maturity because I think I've somehow taken emotion out as if that's even possible or or desirable. You know, I'm completely unemotional about everything. Mm-hmm. And Give therefore, me some other examples of what's really fired you up about it because, you know, I, I love what not to do's. Yeah. I live by what not to do. Well, you know what's hard though? What not to do is really easy. What to do is harder. And we've already acknowledged that we ain't got any what to do's right now. Yeah, we really, so we, we really have none. Don't. We're just here throwing stones. Um, <laughs> that's what we should call this podcast just throwing stones <laughs> drew and me to throw stones for shitty, half an hour yeah, so. shitty behavior. <laughs> i think um it it all stemmed from like the work that i do in my community in, in mental health and, and anxiety and anxiety disorders is when people are living in difficult relate i'm gonna say difficult I'll, I'll be kind here and say they're difficult relationships sometimes they're abusive they're manipulative relationships those those are real that happens it's very difficult for them to to get better sometimes. And mm-hmm. and I see it all the time. People who are living with others that make them feel less than. They make them feel weak, incompetent, you know, incapable. And some of it sometimes is that, wielding emotional maturity and, oh, I'm evolved and healed. And for somebody who's suffering from things like panic attacks or depression or OCD, like to be told that you're not healed and this is part of your problem. You're not, oh. you know, this is an emotional maturity problem. 
you, you have to do the emotional work and the shadow work and the scar work. Like that's, you're wielding your journey as a weapon against somebody else that's on their own. That fires me up. That's not okay. And in the end, I see it as, and, and across almost all populations, like I really need to validate my own work. So I will use it as a weapon against you and as a measuring stick for you where you won't measure up. And that validates that I've done it. That's not. And anything that you do, and especially if you're someone who is feeling weak and you're, you're yeah. doing the healing work, it can really throw you for a loop. And, and again, especially if it's sure. in a trusted relationship or something where you're trying to let people know, Hey, you know, this is how I feel, or this is the work that I'm doing. This is, this was my experience. Nothing is worse than being told that your lived experience is not what you thought it was. Yes, that's exactly that's right. That's so dangerous. Where I started this is that I'm going to say that I'm emotionally intelligent. So I will interpret and judge and evaluate your internal experience, your reactions, mm-hmm. your thoughts, your emotions. I will, I will interpret them for you and, and, and rate them and judge them. Oh, Let's not, segue for yeah, and we can segue for a bit into a recent rant of mine, if you like. That's sure. in a it. it's in an adjacent neighborhood. <laughs> it's an adjacent neighborhood. It's right next door. It is. It's it's uh yeah, neighborhood adjacent. It's it's people that uh yeah, and I'm going, you know, I've gone through quite a few changes in the last now eleven months. And so I'm pretty out loud and open about some of the things, you know, I've moved a couple of times as I'm looking for the space to land that, that works out best. And it's really funny and interesting when I say funny, I don't mean motherfucking ha ha no. at all. No. I mean, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> That's peculiar of people that think that healing and the work that you do to change your life is this linear thing. And they need you to explain to them what you're doing all the time. Well, what do you, Oh, you're moving again. What are you doing now? And and it's just, and that's where we got to the flow chart. Remember we talked oh, about the flow, the flow chart. chart. Is this your business? Am I sleeping with you? No, no. Let's go to no. Start, back yeah. to zero. Yeah. <laughs> back to zero. Yeah. Is it your business? And I, I love using, and I, and I, anytime I talk about these things too, I did a really great rant and we'll put this in the podcast notes too, of my Friday with the Frenchie when I was all fired the fuck up. But it's it's the the way to to think, and this goes along with the emotional maturity as well. Is if is if are you okay? Do you need my help? Am I did I solicit your opinion? If, what else do you need? If this is working for you and it's not hurting anyone else, and I you know that's of course a loose term, then it's really just let it be. Kind of. Let it be. I mean, you can spend so much less time, and it is a muscle. You do have to work on it because we're just nosy motherfuckers. Like that dog that's looking out the window. What's going on over there? Mrs. Kravitz, what's going on in your world? Because a lot of times you don't want to fix your own stuff. So you're curious about what's going on in someone else's. That's my little bit of a rant. And and again, that's the thing that's so interesting is that people expect that you make these decisions or that change is going to be, like I said, really linear and smooth and easy for everybody to understand. And when you get a lot of that attitude, it can literally stop you from making really good decisions because you worry about what other people are. You worry about the feedback. You worry about uh, la, la, la. And even me, the, the ultimate and the delegaf, which is, as we all know, do I look like I give a fuck? Uh, you know, that's my acronym. Do you I like that one? I was today years old when I learned what that is. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> Drew learned something new. Nice. I'm, I'm a little low-grade shocked that that's a new one for you because <laughs> that seems like a yeah. – but it's a, but it's 
and when I say that, I don't mean that I don't care about people. It's like, do I look like I give a fuck that you're offering me something that's taking emotional energy from you and quite frankly, wasting my time? Yeah. Yeah. And I think in a way like there's that we have to, maybe we do have a bit of a solution or maybe we're doing more than just ranting and throwing stones here because okay. in the end, I, I think, you know, it just comes down to the idea that like everybody, some people aren't doing the work and that's okay. But, and you have a right to not, you can not associate with that person. That's, that's right. It's okay. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, and sometimes talk about them a little bit off to the side is all good. Sure. I just yeah. work shit out. So, I just, I talk so about the obvious <laughs> and you're free to do that. We're all free to make the choices that we make. Mm -hmm. It's just when it becomes a pattern, I think is mm -hmm. becomes a thing like this guy is just killing me now and I, I can't be around him anymore. Okay. It's totally fine. I'm not saying that toxic people aren't real. I'm not saying that you have, you do, everybody needs boundaries. We did a podcast on boundaries. Yes. All of that stuff is real. I think you just have to be really mindful of the fact that like, oh, all the work that I've done on myself, I could be really proud of that work and I could be happy with where I wound up and I could want to share it with certain with people. I think that's normal. We want to share what worked mm -hmm. for us. But am I using this to evaluate someone else's internal experience? I'm going to evaluate your emotions, your thoughts before they even come out of your head and yeah. decide whether or not I can accept them or understand them or you're expressing them correctly or that is a little problematic. It's dangerous. That gets into the Rachel Hollis neighborhood too. You know, it's not a day that ends in Y that I don't think about or bring up Rachel Hollis. One day she's going to be like, what is with that Mia Voss? What is that bitch got against me? Everybody she is and everybody that, that I listen to on, on, on the YouTubes, they feel the same way. They're like, someday soon I'll stop talking about her, but she gives us so much information. Today is not that day. Today is not that day, sir, and I, and I don't see it coming anytime soon because there's just so many different ways that it, it it's it's dangerous to say that you know this is the way to think. And if you're not, uh, yeah, if, if you're not subscribing to this pattern, or if you're not subscribing to this way, then you, you haven't done the work. And and it's so everybody's looking for those those easy little sound bites of information, and you know, doing the be, you know being messy about whatever your healing is too. I'd rather, I'll take that any day over yeah. that. But, and again, I do understand too, this, oh, it's, it, it is just so hurtful when you just think you're, you're clicking along and getting things done. And somebody just offers this opinion of, you know, if you did, if, if you did this, which I see it all the time of folks that they'll say something about their health and you just get that litany of, well, if you try to, you know, apple cider vinegar rinse or something like that, right. you're like, dude. Right. I mean, the very first episode we ever had of shit we don't talk about. We we did we talked a little bit about that. Like, oh, you're mm -hmm. you're depressed and haven't gotten out of bed for three weeks. Have you tried gratitude? No, I'm sorry, I hadn't thought of that. Thank you, Captain Obvious. There's so many of our episodes that that you know, talk about that. I mean, even we have the universe doesn't have your back, which yep. I still think is a super funny one. It got serious, oh, but, yeah. but but what we talked a lot about that too is the seriousness of people that are, are, are trying to do the work and it, and it's dangerous for them to be discouraged yeah. to say no, unless you do it this way, unless you read this Tony Robbins book, or if you do Joe, Joe Dispenza, which I do listen to him a little bit. I take, oh, I take a small or whatever, you know, little tiny, tiny grain of salt, but that's me deciding what works for me. I'm creating my own little fun poo poo platter, a sprinkle of this, a smidge of this, when and when it comes to religion, spirituality, healing, all that, man, yeah. I just think everybody needs to make their own damn recipe. Which is fine. That's my it? advice. And Seriously. then we have to be tolerant of other people's recipes. Though. It might not match mine. 
But is it uh, is it hurting me? And you could decide it is and then disengage. That's fine. I could tell you I can't be friends with you anymore because this doesn't work for me. Okay, you're allowed to do that. But it doesn't mean that I have to necessarily stay in a relationship with you, but use my healing or my enlightenment as a weapon against you. Weaponize, that's right. Weaponize it to validate people, my own thing. Why do you think people do that, though? When, because is it a threat? And I know for myself, I felt like what people were commenting on my journey quite frankly, as a discomfort level of what's going on in their own life. And I'm not saying because I think I'm all that and a side bag of crispy chips. It's because sometimes it, it can really shake people up when you're doing something different. Different. Different, yeah. different means I have, this is my only my opinion. There's no, I mean, I'm going to give my yes, my opinion, I'm going to give it. I yeah. think that different thing is really hard for humans in general and for some people yeah. more than others. If you do it different than me, then that is that means you might be invalidating, or maybe it makes me question the way I did it. It makes me think I'm wrong. It makes me think that I, I might be wrong about this, right? Mm -hmm. And then so in oh. again in, in the work that I do in the anxiety community, that's a thing I get chastised all day long for saying what I say because people didn't do it this way and they don't want to hear this. You and I've been told you need to go and heal. You're not a healed person. Stop saying this stuff. You need to heal, 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 heal. So, and I get it because like, okay, well, I, I'm all for your hearing, uh, healing, I'll root for you, but it sure sounds like your healing is really fragile if it cannot possibly withstand an alternate point of view or someone else's different internal experience. Yeah. So I, I think one of the things we could do is like, look at what people do. And we, we hear that sort of stuff all the time. Someone shows you who they are. They show you who they are. Believe them. That's a yeah. good statement, right? Ooh, good point. When though. they don't show do. you. Yeah, but yeah. but... Then it's when you start to extrapolate or you decide what they're showing based on what you think they're thinking or you're judging their own internalized stuff against your yardstick. How do you know what's in somebody's head? You don't. Now we have a problem. Now it's a weapon. Yep. Yeah. It is. Four agreements. I don't know if you've read that recently. Have you read it at all? Do you know the four agreements? I don't know the four agreements. I'm sorry. Oh, I always get three of them. So it's. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best. And that means your best. That's your best. Don't run with scissors. Wait an hour Don't before going scissors. back in the pool. I'm sorry. Flush <laughs> the toilet with the lid down. You know, uh, sorry. That uh, was uncalled for. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, I forgot. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. And I fucking love those things and they irritate me just as equally just like your whole slowdown thing which by the way drew you've got, <laughs> you've got a whole new uh, uh whole new thing and i'm gonna plug drew's book of seven percent slower wow. which i i'll do things seven percent slower and then chafe against it and and mutter and, and swear under my breath but i i do think that oof, yeah i lost my train of thought but i do think yeah having those four agreements of of not taking things personally and don't make assumptions. And I think that's the thing too. I know for myself that I I've made progress and uh, it's just, it's been, it has been just so beautifully messy, but I think that's when um, what you just said about listening to what people do or seeing what they do. We've talked about this a lot too. I've been in mastermind groups and partnered, partnered up with people and then slowly realized that I'm saying the same thing. I'm offering the same advice mm -hmm. and they have the same behaviors or they're trying new things over here without ever actually doing whatever it is they need to do, which is maybe, you know, spend less, get a budget, you know, start 
start podcasting more often, whatever it is, they're willing to, they're not willing to do the work. They're not doing anything different. They just come up with new harebrained ideas. Yeah. I, and again, everybody, well, they take their own, everybody takes their own journey, which sounds so cliche, but they, we do. Uh, mm-hmm. And in a way, it's just like, well, wait to see somebody's journey. Or if they're willing mm-hmm. to share it with you, then okay, that's nice of them and be honored. And maybe you don't want to participate, but wait to at least see what it is before you decide what it is based on, I'll project my thoughts into your head and then make my decision that way. That I think is, that's where we get into toxic emotional maturity. I know myself so well that it means that I now know you better than you know you. Oh God, that annoys me every time you say it in different ways. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> just... Who said that? And, but just now, but another piece of the emotional maturity is going back to this is learning then when to uh, just see that's not for me of people that are doing that and yeah. extricate yourself from that. I was thinking about this with boundaries of something I had, I had to set a boundary with someone who was um, saying some inappropriate things. Right. Okay. And uh, I just, and, you know me, I have a potty mouth. It's not a day that ends in why I haven't said that's what she said 18 million times. See my matching pillowcases as you I did, as a today. matter of fact. Right over your <laughs> I shoulder. I just pointed to it. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> but I, I set the boundary and uh, was proud of myself because I went in really, really hard and fast with it. Just said, hey, this is not going to work. And then afterwards, I started to get a little bit like, I wonder. And then I just said, that, no, it's like, we're going to go back to recipes. Set it and forget it like a crock pot, set it and forget it. Just, and some people may, uh, you know, come back and you may have to remind them again, but I just thought that was such a great piece of advice I gave myself today. Nope. You said it. Now you got to forget it. You fussing with it is, Oh, you're making the face. I want to say that that was a Popeil product. That could be a Popeil. Is that the foreman? Possibly the foreman girl said it and forget it. I'll have a little Ron Popeil in us somewhere. Yes, everything's a good <laughs> Anyway. Um, well, I was thinking about, here's another funny thing with with recipes. There was this really funny thing that happened with Paula Patton. She was married to Alan Thicke, and that was a whole problematic thing. She's so adorable, and she posted this video of her making chicken. And it was a recipe from her Jamaican grandmother. And people went nuts, like on all sides of the spectrum of really just fear, like what in the wide world of sports is wrong with you kind of thing. I mean, got really, really just mad. Because she was making chicken? Because she was making chicken, but she was making it a certain way. There was like a a step that she didn't do that a lot of people do with chicken. and, And I mean, really went off on her and her adorable little live and let live response to it. I just have to say, I I had to save it of like, that's how you handle it. She's kind of like, well, then don't eat my chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but she's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm sorry you're mad, but then don't make this chicken. And I just thought, oh man, I just thought that was the cutest thing. Yeah. Or, or you know, that well, she isn't sharing the chicken recipe because she needs you to make that chicken. <laughs> she thought you might enjoy it. And so I think there's a parallel to be drawn there. If yes. you found some recipe that has led you to a self-aware, healed, emotionally mature state and you want to share it, Well, thank you. I appreciate that, my friend. Like you might have shared what might have worked for you. Just understand the limits of that sharing and understand that it has not given you some sort of superpower to interpret my own thoughts and feelings because you think you know me better than I know. Don't get mad at me if I don't make that chicken. Right. And I might not make the chicken and you got to be okay with that. Or else maybe I can't get mad at you because I don't like your recipe. Y'all, we did not plan this little 
neatly tied up bow wrap up. Now I want chicken. Now I'm starving. See, now, <laughs> I do. Now I'm starving. I got to hang up and call DoorDash. That's exactly right. Now I got to get some chicken. Anyway, thank you for indulging my little rant here. Yes. And I'm going to, we'll, we'll post this on the, the podcast too, but I saw this the other day, like the, this little chart. I love these little handy dandy sound bites of, of what to believe. And one says problematic belief is that you create all of your reality. And the healthy belief is that we co-create our reality with each other, nature, the unseen and our individual experience. And that is shaped by our, and that is shaped by our thoughts. I kind of dig that. There's a whole little list of that. But I, I think that goes in line with it of like what healthy beliefs are of not just being like, this is it. Right. This is it. This is the way. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. And if you don't get it, you, there's a problem with you. Let me point out the hypocrisy of this all coming from a guy who ends every podcast with this is the way lately because I get obsessed <laughs> with the Mandalorian and I've been using it. So I will, I will a hundred percent own that little bit of hypocrisy because some, somewhere somebody right now is like, Oh, I got him. <laughs> oh, right. This, so this this from a guy who says this is this the, is way. the way. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's the one of the best, almost as good as these aren't the droids you're looking for. Mm. This is the way. This is the way, man. Yeah, I, I know. I got obsessed with it and it caught on. Everybody likes it. So, like, whatever. All I right. dig that about you. Yeah. All right. So that's right, a well, toxic that's it. emotional maturity. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Should I awkwardly end the recording now so you can put an ending on this thing? All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Make sure to check out the show notes at shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com and also check out Drew's podcast at theanxioustruth.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave a review, especially if it's a good one. If you really like the podcast and you want to show it, head on over to shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com, click on the patrons button and become a full-time supporter of the podcast. And if you want your very own podcast, but you don't know where to start, Go to helix-interacted.com and get yourself some and tell them that Mia sent you. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.